Hey, all you fabulous listeners. This is Brooke Thies from Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Bug Girl. You are listening to The Outsiders of Horror. Rock on. now listening to the Outsiders of Horror Podcast. <laughs> oh, listeners! Don't you dare be sour. Clap for your favorite podcast and feel the power. It's a new episode. Yes, it is. That's pretty good. <laughs> you know, I, I wasn't sure if that was going to work out, but, you know, that worked out. That <laughs> <laughs> worked out. Continue. <laughs> yeah, Brian's, Brian's giddy like a little schoolgirl freaking his fucking pop right now with his discs, you know. <laughs> My discs. Dropping like hotcakes. <laughs> I do. I do enjoy a good, a good stack of some hotcakes. But yeah, I digress. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to episode nineteen, entitled "It's a Scream, Baby." No, I feel like that's a horrible title. Yeah, I feel that's like we awful. Do better. Yeah, yeah, that's that's, that's um, terrible. <laughs> how about the rise and fall of Scream? As we are going to dissect this franchise, movie by movie. Yes, a franchise that is near and dear to my heart. A franchise that was so strong and then kind of whimpered out, like, Faye's sex life. Yes, which is very depressing and uh, hasn't happened in a long time. And when it does, it's disappointing, like the revival of Scream, the TV show. But before we get started, for all those who don't know, but you're going to find out again, October 11, 12, and 13th of this year, uh, you may catch the two Bryans, you know, the best ones on the podcast, at uh, a little convention called Rock and Shock, where uh, we'll be hosting... Uh, boasting it up, you know, drinking, throwing back some shots, probably not because I'll die. And uh, here's a little riff of some of the guest lists that's going to be there. Bruce Campbell, The Ladies of Evil Dead, Kenny Johnson, Ray Wise, Cheryl Lee, Sherilyn Finn, Kate Hunter, Adrian King, and many, many more to come. Back to you, Brian. I was saying, don't forget about all those bands, names that I cannot pronounce because I cannot fucking read them, which makes me think they're all death metal. Yes, <laughs> they probably yeah. are. Yep, uh, when we go to that convention, it'll just be two. It'll just be two, because Faye will be off saving the rainforest somewhere, and Christy will be off shooting a porn, so. <laughs> well, then. Um, how, how are you, brothers? I, I've missed you. It, it, it was a very long weekend. We're good, we're good. Uh, we're good. Got a sausage party for the today's episode. No females. Yeah, you know, you know, no girls allowed. He man, woman haters club, right? Yeah, that was cool when you're ten. When you're in your thirties, though. You know, fuck these bitches (laughs) eating their kitty litter sandwiches. I'm all set. But now we can be all like sexist pigs on this episode. Yeah, now we can talk about dicks. What? Yeah, (laughs) dicks and beef jerky. 
Dick's beer, beer and blood and boobs and shit. Yeah. <laughs> hey, farmer, you want to hear a joke? Women's rights. <laughs> <laughs> That's a knee slapper, you fucking alligator hick. So yeah, what about you, Brian? How's it going? You know, you, you weren't there last week. Instead, I, we were uh, we were the three guys that horror. I mean, so four guys that horror. Go ahead. Yeah, what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. Um, we went camping up to like Chautauqua. You know, I tried to pick a fight with Jason, and um, he was nowhere to be found. He bitched out on me. So what a bitch. You know. He said, "Fuck your couch." Yeah. He yeah. Pretty, the podcast. pretty much. He's a listener. Yeah. But yeah, no, it was fun. You know, we we did a little fishing, we did a lot of drinking. Um, it, it was a fun time, fun time. But we are past that point. It is now officially August, Woo-woo. which means that if you haven't already started playing your Halloween, what the fuck are you waiting for? Fucking it's Halloween. Halloween. So yeah, what's uh? We got some uh news. We, we do have news. We, we always do we have news? What kind of a question is that? How dare you? You know this fucking news. The people listening three streets away from me know this fucking news. All right, we all know there's news, but how much news? Uh, the there's there's Fuck not me. that much news. Um, <laughs> so after all that, there's not that much. Yeah, there's not that much. No. So, um, are you guys a fan of a twenty four? Like, there's kind of a love or massive hate. For the company. Well, I don't keep track of exactly what movies they do, but I do recall like every time I see their little logo. Sometimes I like the movies, sometimes I don't. Probably. Okay, so a rundown of some of their movies, which just recently you had Midsummer, which came out this year. Oh yeah, okay. You I had Hereditary that. last year. You had The Witch before that, um, and then previous years that released uh, Kevin Smith's Tusk and yeah. uh, The Green Room. Yep, so see, that's why I'm hitting miss. I'm hit with Tusk and Green Room. Miss with the others. Green okay. Room is such that... a good movie. I fucking love that movie. Wait, which, which one? one? Uh, green Room. Oh, Green Room. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's a great one. Great. Um, but yeah, like, it made me want to they... buy red laces for my boots so I could like kick people in the <laughs> mouth. <laughs> but So I guess a lot of people have issues with the fact that they are... You know, I really can't even say that they're big major horror studio but like they're putting out all these um art house style movies and people are just like uh so boring you know move on to something else but yet there's still the ones paying to see it (laughs) right well those type of movies you are going to have your audience but it's always going to be split because not everybody loves art house films so you're going to have your love hate crowd for sure there's never there's usually never anybody anybody in the middle either love it or hate it yeah. Nobody ever goes, eh, it was okay. Look at Farmer with Blumhouse. <laughs> <laughs> Side eye, bitch. <laughs> Fuck Blumhouse, all right? Fuck it all to hell. Which, speaking of them, they speaking announced of who? their. Your favorite company. They who? announced their director for the last Birch movie. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's some guy that did a National Geographic movie. National Geographic? <laughs> yeah, that's who they went with. So, Like those magazines I used to look at as a kid to find the boobies? Yes. <laughs> Only this <laughs> one was boobies. some <laughs> stupid, like, Mars-type movie. Mm. Hello, Mars. Hello, Matt like Damon. Mars, Mars Bars movie? 
Mars bars. Does Mars bars even exist anymore? They do. They only come out on Halloween, though. Fat season. Which, which, speaking of Halloween, it's funny how all these people, they're they're so, you know, diehard keeping Halloween on the 31st until Snickers said we will give out however million bars of Snickers if they change the date. And people are like, hey, let's change the date. (laughs) Fucking fat people. Let's not change the date for a fucking free Snickers bar, people. Come on now. What would you do for a Klondike bar, Faye? (laughs) I wouldn't change the date of Halloween. What would you do for the Rolling Rock? (laughs) I wouldn't change it. There's nothing I would do to change the date of Halloween. Because it needs to stay the 31st. It it does. I agree with that. Never needs to change. That's stupid. Yeah, because these fucking parents are, oh, it's such a hassle to go out during the night. On a weekday, like okay, well that's shit. why a lot of towns have their like trick or treat streets and stuff like that the weekend before. That's their that's yeah. their trick or treat. Well, and I think that's kind of what their idea process behind it is. But to actually move a fuck, well, it's not, it's a real holiday, but it's a candy holiday. I mean, just it's leave a it the It's the second most profitable holiday of the year. It is. I don't need Christmas. It's a fucking holiday. I don't care if the government recognizes it or not. Haters. But yeah, no. Don't need to move it. Let's not turn it into Thanksgiving. Because that shit gets confusing. Yeah. It's Thursday. Right. must be Thanksgiving. No, that's next week. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> we have a fucked up Thanksgiving this year. That's yeah, on the 28th. Yeah. It's like the last Thursday of the month. I'm like, what the fuck? Wasn't that how it usually is? It's just the way the calendar fell this year, that well, no, like it, it used to be like the third week in November, and th- mm. this year is literally that last week. <laughs> Why is it always a Thursday? I want to do the research on that. Because, you know, if it was on Friday, we wouldn't have Black Friday, which, you know, oh, oh you know, keep, okay. keep, keep it PC, you can't call it Black Friday anymore, but go fuck yourself. It's Black Friday. <laughs> keep the, keep the <laughs> Don't tell Faye that on Halloween. <laughs> Uh, where Uh, where was I going about that oh yeah so circling back to (laughs) A24 they released the trailer for The Lighthouse which it it looks pretty good Um, William Defoe and um, uh, Robert Pattinson it it looks like a ghost story you lost me a Robert Pattinson Hey man, he's your new Batman. You gotta respect. No, he's him. your Batman. You My Batman is fucking George Clooney and Val Kilmer. Right? George Clooney and Val Kilmer. <laughs> How dare you? Hey, Val Kilmer was a good Batman. Damn it. Well, Clooney was better than fucking raspy asthma, dude. Fucking. Hey, be fucking Dark Knight. The fuck's that retard's name? Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Christian Bale, that guy. Y'all thought he was you leave Christian Batman. Bale alone, too. <laughs> thought he was a terrible Batman. Awful. Yeah, you fucking walrus. Leave him alone. Goo 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 choo. Anyways. Um, Long live George Clooney. Fuck Michael. Or Michael Bale. Christian Bale. Who the fuck is Michael Bale? 
I don't know. He did the Transformer movies. I don't know. Third cousin twice removed. Yeah, yeah, from face. Done a better job than Chris. Whatever. Why do I have such a weird family, according to Farm? I don't know. Why are you fucking fucking weird? weird? You're a weird guy. That doesn't mean the whole. Well, some of the family's fucked up. Not all. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's all you had to say. All right, moving on. My mom and my brother. (laughs) Um. The rest of them, they're squeaky clean, leave it to beaver type people. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Here's some cookies for you. Oh, yeah. What kind of cookies for the beaver? (laughs) (laughs) The beaver. You walked into that one. (laughs) That was good, though. So we we did our review on the Suspiria movies. The director of the remake is in talks for another remake. But not of, Sus- of Suspiria, of Lord of the Flies, which I honest, like. I remember the book. I don't remember the first movie, like the original movie. I haven't watched Lord of the Flies since I was a kid with my mom, so I can't really remember Lord of the Flies that much. I do want to revisit it though, because I mean, I like the premise of it. A bunch of kids fucking each other up to survive. <laughs> yeah, we know you love kids. I'm right? fucking phase nickname as a kid. Lord of the Flies? Yeah. It's because I stunk? <laughs> yep. Yeah. How stinky. <laughs> Damn it. Why, that, why am I making fun of myself? I don't Because you're going to hell. Too easy. I'm going to hell. You're going to hell, boy. <laughs> hey, I hear it's a party down there. So. Yeah. We got Throwing Rock. <laughs> yeah. no. That, um... Are you guys excited to see it too? Now that you can finally get your tickets, I'm excited to see it, but I'm not buying my ticket until I go watch it because my movie theater yeah, doesn't yeah, sell out for shit. So. I mean, I'm well, not, not going to pull out my rectum to go fucking see this thing, but I mean, if it happens, it happens. <laughs> if it happens, it happens. But it's another Avengers situation since it's damn near three hours long. Yeah, I, that was well. Apparently, there's going to be this time. They're actually going to release a director's cut, which. Now I don't know if I believe them, because they promised the director's cut of the first part, which then never happened. But now they're saying that part two will have a director's cut because it was almost four hours long. Trying to do the book justice. I think they are. I mean, well, I, I'm excited. movie's two hours and 45 minutes long. That's <laughs> hell long for a horror movie. That's absurd. It is. That's, it's but two then, horror movies in one. You know, I'm okay with it because the oh, first one yeah. did, didn't like bother me timeline wise. What's what's the budget on chapter two? Do you know? Um, if I had to guess, probably a hundred million. I'm, I'm sure it's big because they know it's gonna be big. I mean, I, I don't think it will outdo what the first one did because what that pulled in nearly or what just over seven hundred million. Yeah, it's like uh, worldwide seven, seven and eight hundred. Yeah. So I don't know if it'll pull in that, but I think it'll be somewhere close to it. That's at least 500. What about opening weekend, though? I think it'll. Um, say nine, nine, 90 million range domestic. What's it opening against? That's the question. If it doesn't have anything around it, it's going to fucking dominate. That's what she said. That's what she said. Well played. <laughs> hey, oh. Good one, coach. So, yeah, it literally has nothing around it, so it, it's a very good shot that's going to fucking repeat week after week after week. Yeah, I picked a good time to 
release their movie, unlike Child's Play. Well, you know, you go. can't win them all. You stop yeah, snoring, Farmer. Good. Snoring? I don't do that. <laughs> you don't snore? That's You're a ginger fat kid from Boston. Said. I'm pretty sure you probably snore. That I do not do, actually. <laughs> Thank you anyway, you cocksucker. <laughs> you either snore or talk. I'm pretty sure you get really angry at leprechauns while you're sleeping. I eat. You eat while you sleep? <laughs> That's all I do. You know? <laughs> Just right hear him on. snoring. Chicken nuggets. Oh, that snoring is the M&M's hitting the back of his Meatballs. throat. Meatballs. Fucking inhaling him. Don't you talk ill of them, all right? You leave them alone. We love you, buddy. Love you, too, Ah. Vinegar Syndrome is releasing Tammy and the T-Rex. I haven't heard of... Well, I've heard of it recently. Haven't seen it, but apparently it's like one of those underground gems. Has, uh, I don't even think Denise, I've even heard the title. I was say, it has Denise uh, Richards and Paul Walker, like, when they were kids. <laughs> <laughs> wow. But apparently it's like the R-rated... Like, I guess when it was first put out, it was like went from an R-rated to a PG and this is like the R-rated gore cut. Oh, so, so I think this is the one that they just did at um, TIFF, I believe, or whatever movie festival they played it at. I want to say it was TIFF. Oh, Toronto. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking breakfast at Tiffany's when you said TIFF. Oh. <laughs> you bastards in your food. I swear. <laughs> That's a song and a movie. No Brand. food, though. And then the last bit of news I have is uh, Tom McLaughlin, who did uh, Jason Lives for the Friday 13th series, uh, said that he has a new screenplay he wants to do whenever this lawsuit ends that would involve Jason being in the winter, which hmm. I think is a cool concept. I don't know. I was, uh, why didn't I ever think about Jason in the wintertime? Jason takes Christmas. <laughs> I mean, kind of. But he said that pretty much the entire main cast is going to be chicks. So. Might as well make it's Jason, Jason two to make everybody happy. It's everybody's gender neutral these days, you know. <laughs> in, a fey, in, a fey, in a perfect fey world. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I want everybody to be gender neutral. No. He man woman haters. Ah, now you're catching on, I see. <laughs> are we allowed to hate on the, Right? Are we allowed to hate on the gender neutral people? Since they're not classified as women? Since we're the He Man Woman Hater Club, not the He Man No Gender Club No Gender Hater Club. Am I boring you talking about genders? Yeah. yeah. You leave genders alone. <laughs> Well, because I know Farmer's got his uh, sex change operation going coming up. Yeah, if you wanna if you wanna donate to my GoFundMe, that'd be great. Thanks. Saying you're gonna randomly disappear here pretty soon. I wonder why. Sex change. <laughs> yeah, but, you know, I have to go to Brazil. You know. <laughs> it's cheaper down there. Gotcha. Yeah, when, when I come back, I'll be different. <laughs> and tan. Yeah. Oh, did you, guys, you know, did you guys see that rumor about fucking James? Uh, I think it's James Wan. Like doing that movie for New Line and everyone saying it's a fucking Nightmare on Elm Street fucking remake, reboot, whatever. The fuck. You guys hear See, about that? I, I don't. 
I don't think it's going to be the Nightmare on Elm Street because I think they already said that Alex Aja was doing that. Um, I think it'll probably be something for DC, but it'll be horror-based. Or it could be another remake of House on Haunted Hill. Mm, look at these comic book jumping on the horror bandwagon. Well, I mean, they what? They're doing that Trench movie, which is like the spinoff from Iron Man. That's going to be horror-based. So makes me wonder if that's why Marvel now is going that route. Um, but in actual... Uh, on the moment news Wicked Weekend announced their newest guest and it's none other than Scout Taylor Compton so would you say that name again one, one more time Scout Taylor Compton oh. Oh. <laughs> which so they, they actually have a really good guest list uh, I don't know why I would say I'm surprised but well, who's on the guest list? Don't fucking keep us here waiting. All right, hold on. I got to pull it up. So she was the latest edition. Um, where um, they have Alex Vincent. Boo. They have where the fucking guest list go. Um, Faye's gonna love this. Jason uh, Marsden is gonna be there. Oh, his favorite. His favorite from uh, Goofy movie. Uh, Michael C. Oh, Williams yeah. from Blair Witch is going to be there. Uh, Ari Lehman. Oh. And um, <laughs> they got Father Evil. <laughs> oh, great. Great. Yeah. Thanks for name dropping that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They can't drop by when he says he will. Yeah, you know, that's a gift list of real gems. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking What's of it? Scout Taylor Compton. I would say Scott would she's be worth some, it. She's got some nice photos online these days. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, what on earth could you mean? It's looking like uh, meat curtains. <laughs> like <that>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I would go to get uh, Ari's autograph just to put on my uh, Friday the 13th poster with the rest of them. See, I, I got think a signature from the band box. I mean, I have a few of his signatures from the fucking band box, but... No, because it's not hard to find his signature at all. What's I know, <laughs> but the fact that I want it on the poster with everyone else's from TFW a couple of years ago, because mm-hmm. I'm missing him, and I'm missing... Dead people, probably? Derek Mears. Mm-hmm. Oh, he's alive. What do you think a photo album David Arquette goes for these days? <sighs> I'd say 50, 60 bucks. Uh, 60 bucks. Hey, look at that. Price is right, bitch. Totally be worth it. <laughs> yeah, I'd totally do that. But he has to have that uh, WCW title belt. <laughs> See, I would do I would do two of his photo ops. I'd pay twice. You'd pay twice. Yeah. One with the belt, one without the belt. I'm looking at horror hounds and I'm trying to see who the most expensive person for a photo op is right now. I don't even, I don't even know. I feel like there was one there that was like 80s, 90s. I'm on the case. I'm investigating. Well, Nev is 80. Uh, and Pee-wee. I would do that. I would. Nev Campbell's a definite photo op. <clears throat> Rosa McGowan's 70. She's not worth it. Not for 70. Her auto is like a. I think it's 100 or like 90 or something like that. 
Yeah, that's not worth it either. <laughs> Looks like my screen poster's going out with that Rose McGowan. Yeah, you, you know, I would do it. I would do it because like, I'm on my fucking screen poster, which has yet to have anything signed on it yet. I would, I'm all of the cast pieces, so I, I would bite the fucking bullet if I had to. I would just yeah, take back I, well, rolling rocks just to deal with it, but I mean, I would. I just get her drunk enough, she may do it for free. This, this is true, too. Then she'll like post on Twitter and go on a fucking rampage. So who knows? <laughs> yeah. But um. Uh. All right. Um. Should we even do latest watches? Um. Why, I, why not? I, 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 one segment I'm looking forward to. I'm I'm waiting for Faye to give. Faye. Faye, are you still here? Or did you leave? Faye, leave the piss jug alone. Faye, I was over here giving you a fucking segue, and you're not even here because you're pissing in your jug, I'm molesting your dog, or you're doing something, you know, you just don't know. You talking shit? Okay. There yeah, he you is. fucking asshole over there going to your piss jug award. Get, no, I had to go get some beer. Silver bullet. Baby. You had to get some wiener? Some beer, not a wiener. Faye, I was giving you the best fucking segue ever, and then you disappeared. We were about well, to get into I the most recent watches. But I want to check on Faye in his corner because I wanted his opinion on Faye's overrated pick of the week. <laughs> oh, okay. My, my overrated pick of the week. I don't have one. <laughs> <laughs> well, it usually takes you about a, a one minute anyway, so think about it. What, okay. what What's an overrated film, you know? What, what really grinds your gears? Hmm. Let's see. Um... Oh fuck! What's what's one that people love that I fucking hate? Uh, Hereditary. Since we talked about A twenty four. All right, that's fair enough. I think the movie is way overrated. I get that there's people that would agree with me. There's a lot of people that hate it, but there's a lot of people that love the shit of it. And even those people that love the shit of Hereditary were still like, eh, on Midsummer or whatever that movie's called. But I just I've watched and I've even watched Hereditary like three times now because they go oh you gotta watch it more than once to catch more things that you missed and so like that i'm like okay and i did and i'm like this movie still sucks <laughs> sorry <laughs> not into it all right fair enough everyone's you know got their own opinions respect yeah i always say i have my opinion every fucking week <laughs> and that concludes is overrated. But what's funny is like all my overrated pick of the weeks the one that i've actually gotten emails for was me shitting on the craft <laughs> Go figure. Go figure, right? And I like that movie. I do like that movie, but I don't. I, I don't think it needs to be circle jerked like it does. Cool movie, but not like one of the greatest of all time. You know, like a goofy movie. <laughs> goofy movie. <laughs> Third greatest hey. film ever made. Right after yeah. uh, Farmer's Porn, that's out there. You can find it on Pornhub. Uh. <laughs> I would tell you what to search, but I don't want him to get a lot of hits because I don't want, I don't want him to go to inflate that. that he already has. I gotta pay for that, so shh. <laughs> Do you have to pay to be on Pornhub? I don't know. <laughs> <clears throat> well, yeah, I mean, you know, I don't want people looking for the fucking the freebie rip files. You know, they gotta pay for that shit. <laughs> I love that people are paying to put their home movies on Pornhub. 
Hey, some of those movies, you know, have some really good production value. Or right? hey, you know, my favorite kind of porn is amateur porn. I hate the professional shit. It's too fake, and too well lit, <laughs> and too juicy. <laughs> so even though this episode will not air before everything goes on sale tomorrow, um, to all those thinking about getting VIP tickets or the hotel or anything like that, just don't, don't. It's it's going to be a bad year. You don't want to go. I mean. Don't go. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're going to have shitty guests. They're going to have, uh, you know, people that appeared in a, on screen for 30 seconds and left. So, I don't know why Clue Gallagher popped in my head, but I'd like to meet him. <laughs> the dad from uh, Elm Street 2. Uh, and he was also in all the Feast movies. Any fans of Feast? Yeah. The Feast trilogy? Farmer, like did you watch the, that trilogy? I like the Feast at Thanksgiving. <laughs> of course, of course you, you do, badass. I'm talking movies. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Ben Affleck and Matt Damon produced the first feast? Yeah, because it was part of that Project Greenlight show that yep. they did. Them and uh, who is it? Wes Craven. Yeah, Wes Craven was part of that one. Yeah. What a saint that man is. I'm just glad Kevin Smith and Ben Affleck are friends again. Makes me happy. <laughs> Which today is Kevin Smith's birthday, August second. Happy birthday, Kevin Smith. You're one of my heroes. So Happy birthday, Pat Boy. Uh, anything recently? <laughs> You're a fucking <laughs> hater. Uh, well, Faye, do you want to go first for recent watches? Oh, uh, recent watches? Okay. Uh, well, I saw that they finally put a Circus of the Dead on Amazon, so I finally got to watch that after seeing it, seeing their booth year after year at Frightmare. And, uh, shut up, Gizmo. Okay. Was it good? Because um, honestly, I, was, I have I have two copies of it. I've still yet to watch it. You saw and watched it. it. It is definitely worth a watch. It is fucked up. Like it's pretty fucking gnarly. Like if you if you heard people say that before and you watch, and you, I don't think you're gonna be like, oh, they're just a bunch of pussies. No, it's it's a fucked up movie. I mean, I don't well, think it could be any worse than uh, Todd Sheets movies. Like it's fucked up, but it's good. Like I don't like really fucked up movies. Like I hate. Uh, What's that? A Serbian film. I fucking hate that movie. That's just that's awful, gross, disgusting fucking film. Going way extreme, and I hate it. I think that movie needs to burn in hell. But this movie has some fucked up shit, but it's still very entertaining. Like, all I'm gonna say is that there's a a decapitated face fucking in this movie, which just kind of made me laugh a little bit. What a the, the the dude that does the main clown. I can't remember the clown's name. Oh, Papa Corn. Papa Corn. Papa Corn. <laughs> so, so wait, they have like a severed head doing or just like the face? Uh, he, I think the gist of it was it's this dude's uh, wife's head and he face fucks his wife's decapitated head in front of him. So they stole that from high tension. Kind of, yeah. But this is more out there. <laughs> I, I don't know. I, de- I definitely recommend watching it. So if you have Amazon Prime, watch Circus of the Dead. It's definitely worth a watch. Well, I, d- I do hope they do more because they, you know, there's the best potential for a sequel, and I'm down for it. Well, I, I think it all depends on uh, Billy Pond's health. Yeah. Yeah, I heard all that. Uh, Billy Pond, if you happen to listen to this, if I can get little brother to fight that fight, he's out of cancer battles, from what I understand. Yeah. So, yeah, kick that ass, brother. Yeah. So we can get more popcorn. Yeah, butt strong, brother. 
Yeah. Yeah. And and another uh, watch this week, because I, uh, I recently resubscribed to Horror Pack, and I watched the exclusive, because they always have an exclusive every month that's exclusive to Horror Pack, and I watched that. There's a movie called Live Scream, where it was just like um, the unfriended movies, to where all okay. you see is like what's... But it's more like a Twitch thing to where you're watching this gamer play this game. And every time he dies in the video game, one of his uh, followers or viewers die, like in real life. And I was, and it had potential, and it was an interesting watch, but I mean, they missed the mark on a lot of stuff. They could have made it a lot better, but if you get a chance to watch it, I mean, and if you're into the whole watching Twitch streams and stuff like that, I'd say watch it. You'll see what I mean by they missed the mark on. They had potential to do a lot more cooler stuff, but they fucked it up. But yeah, it's it's exactly like the unfriended movie story you're watching the screen. Yeah, yeah. So, but those are pretty much the only two that I've watched this week. So, in other words, yes to Circus of the Dead, no to live <laughs> to live stream. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, maybe I'll actually sit down and watch Circus of the Dead one instead. Yeah, you definitely need to. I want to hear what you think since. You're such an opinionated feller. I am. I, I, yeah, you are. Yes, yes. I'm really opinionated. <laughs> right. uh, you want to go for me? You want me to go? I'll go because uh, mine was short. And I'm sure you're going to ramble on for about an hour. So I, uh, I watched uh, <laughs> House Two: The Second Story, directed by oh, Ethan Wilde. Good flick. <laughs> Great movie. I was. Uh, I'm always a fan of the uh, the house movies. I went to Dark Delicacies in uh, Burbank, California, one night, and uh, they were doing a, a signing of like the box set of the house movies and like uh fred decker was there and the composer and like, a few of the actors like that was cool I'm a, i've always been a big fan of the house movies i guess they're re-releasing those now uh arrow's gonna re-release the box set oh no way nice yeah i think that's a perfect title though house Two: the second story there's so many ways you can you play that. It's a fucking great title. It's it's funny how that was one of those movies that got shit on so much when you're a kid, and now everyone's like, "Oh my god, it's the greatest movie ever!" All right, like the thing. Like the, uh, I don't know. They hated it. They, they hate they hated it in the '80s, but they love it now. That's the fucking '80s. They're all like on cocaine back then. And dancing to Eddie Murphy's party all the time. I, I like the party all the time. Party all the time. Party. All. That's still on my playlist. I love that song. <laughs> yep. <laughs> we can't. We can't be doing our King of the Hill without Peggy Hill here. <laughs> oh yeah. Because <laughs> Christy is Peggy Hill. Is <laughs> um, that all you got? It's just the house. Yeah, yeah. I was watching that, then I was uh, I was just rewatching The Office lately. Dude, I've got to watch, gotta watch too, it brother. before they take it off. What's I've that? Been sh- I've been watching the shit out of that too. The Office. I've been binge watching the shit out of that. Bears beats Battlestar Galactica. I fucking no, love. that's that's the best <laughs> fucking cold opening ever. <laughs> I fucking love that. Wrong, Michael. Bears. <laughs> but yeah, what? They're taking it off next year, aren't they? Yeah, that and friends. And then friends, and they're going to put on like their own. Everyone has their own networks. It's going to be. Dude, I am so stoked for Disney Plus. They're going to have so much badass shit on there. I'd never thought I'd hear you say you were so stoked for Disney Plus. You fucking bitch. 
Well, because the title was misleading, but they literally yeah, own the watch world. The black aerial movies. They they, they they own the world. So I mean, it's gonna be you know like the Marvel movies and and anything Fox fucking put out. Like all, they're gonna have every Simpsons episode ever on that fucking thing at launch. So. All right. Well, just so I don't bore the fat fucker here, I'll <laughs> I'll, I'll only do two titles. There. No, no, do uh, all your titles. Do all your titles. Come on, the the people tune in for this. All right, go ahead. I don't think they really do. <laughs> um, no. So the first one was um, a French film called Knife and Heart or Knife Plus Heart. How the fuck you want to say it? Um, it was supposed to be one of the big horror films this year. Um, it's about a, a director that does gay porn and her actors start getting killed one by one by the serial killer. Oh, Faye. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry. Sorry, Faye. Um, it, the film's predictable and for being a two-hour film, I don't get how it was one of the top movies for this year. Um, I, I thought it was kind of mediocre at best. Okay. So, do, you think, do you think we would like it, me and Farmer? Um... Probably not. I think Farmer would be bored after 20 minutes. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I could sit through Suspiria and watch that shit on fucking repeat if I had to. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure I can watch anything. Yeah, but are you going to watch like, they only have it in French. Nothing wrong with they, that. There's no English. He's going to take some reading classes before he uh, <laughs> watches it. Next, uh... <laughs> Stop fucking around. Um... <laughs> Next was a rewatch. I watched Pool Party Massacre again because I got it on VHS. Yeah, yeah. The movie Next. is still fucking fun. Yeah, yeah, fun to throw fucking rocks at or use as a coaster. <laughs> Next, I haven't what? watched it yet, so I can't. Agree hey, with hey, Drew. Either. Hey, Drew. Thanks. Uh, thanks. Thanks for answering the fucking message. Appreciate it. Next. Oh, it's it's a personal thing. <laughs> personal thing, apparently. Um, next is uh, Zombievers. Oh, you know, everyone, everyone loves a good creature feature. It's so oh good. man, Zombievers. Mm-hmm. I feel like that'd be a fun one to review. Oh man, I would fucking love that movie. And Suck then they did uh, hand my editor. My editor edited z- uh, Zombievers. <laughs> yeah, well, he did a great job. <laughs> he did a great job. I applaud him. Yeah. And then the last one, other than all the films we're doing tonight, um. I went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Ah, yeah. Ooh, don't spoil anything or else I'll murder you and sell you to the Chinese. Wow. Wow. <laughs> okay. But I did see that they're talking about when they, it comes on Netflix, they're going to have an exclusive Netflix four-hour extended version of that movie. Oh, yeah, be- oh. because um, Hateful Eight did really good doing that. Yeah. Which, I mean... I don't know if I would sit for four hours. Like, you, you kind of feel it towards the end of it, to where it's like, okay, can we just wrap this up? Um, but the ending was fucking bonkers, <laughs> and it does not go where you expect. I will say that. Overall, okay, that, though, overall the though, about somebody in real life. What's that movie even like? It's about. It, it's about life in Hollywood in the sixties. Oh, I thought it was about some actual killer in Hollywood. Yeah, it's about the Charles Manson. Okay. 
See, I have, yeah. I have no idea what the movie Yeah, like Charles just, Manson. Yeah, just yeah. time <laughs> just some um, killer, yeah. I, I do feel the movie will be up for Oscars. Yeah? Who's going who's gonna to win? Because, I mean, you got a good cast there. Um, Who's the best actor in that movie? Leo. Probably. Yeah, I'd say I'd probably say Brad. Brad? Nice. Yeah. Fuck Leo. Like, it's weird, though, because, like, they're both equal, but with the way it was scripted, I think Brad would get the supporting actor. Uh, gonna give him the low end of the poll. I mean, I would like to see them both up for... Um, Best actor. Um, yeah, let them both do get out for one movie. I mean, I don't see why they wouldn't, but with how it like breaks down, I I, I would think I would see Brad again the supporting actor. Nice. It's definitely worth seeing though. So I, I do have issues with long run times. I really have to be interested in the movie if it's you know going to be over two and a half hours or whatever, well, or around the, there. Well, that's why this one, it was like another two hour, 45 minute movie, like how Quinn's movies have been lately. Um, right. And you you really don't feel it until like that last half hour where it's kind of like, OK, it's still building characters and whatnot, but nothing's really happening. And then like he gets to his like final, like, I don't know, chapter or ending or something like that. And it just like goes fucking off the rails. Okay. Like true Tarantino style. Tarantino's a saint. You leave him alone. <laughs> I love his films. <clears throat> You're a good man, Charlie Brown. Nice. I, I want to see Tarantino actually do his horror film. Like he kept saying he wanted to do a horror film. Let the man fucking do it. I think Tarantino is overrated. You shut your mouth. Yeah, you shut your horse drunk I mouth, really you do. fucking bomber. I know, right? I know I'm alone, but yeah, there's my red pick of the week. Quentin Tarantino. <laughs> I mean, Pulp Fiction was great. That's about it, though. You didn't like Kill Bill? No. You didn't like yeah. Jackie Brown? Jackie Brown was okay. Reservoir Dogs was cool. I like Reservoir Dogs and Pulp Fiction. I like those. Um, I hated Death Proof. Jackie the Brown. House double feature. I thought that was fucking awful. I was like, yeah, Jackie Brown, Hateful Eight, Inglorious Bastards. Yeah. I mean, he he wrote a little, he wrote a little movie called you know From Dust Till Dawn. Right. No, romance. He's, he's hit and misses me. He has good movies, but he gets worshipped like a fucking god, and I don't think he deserves to be worshipped well, like that. Because he is. Babe. No, he's not. Yeah, for directors, 100% is. 100%. No. Bacious no. man, because he doesn't have an Oscar. He's a god that's a director. No, no, no. Who, who's, who's, a, who's, a, who's a director that's a god? If you say Jordan Peele, I'll fight you the next time I see you. <laughs> <laughs> say it, Faye. Say it. No. Uh, because if you say Jordan Peele, that just proves my point. So, come on, you fucking you hipster fuck. Tell me who. Carpenter. Who's a god director? Carpenter. Car. Okay. Well, that's all right. That's fine. Who else? Don't don't give these cop out ones either. Right. <laughs> uh, Matt Reeves. All right, I I will give him that one. Matt Reeves is a really good director. Yeah, he don't get enough love. I don't think. I'm just saying. I mean, it seems like Quentin Tarantino gets that fucking. 
gold-plated rug rolled out for him everywhere he goes. He doesn't deserve it, I don't think. And this is what is only his like ninth film, I think. I like him as an actor. He's always a piece of shit in his movies, <laughs> which is great because he's a piece of shit. So, <laughs> like, I, I I thought he was great in From Dust Till Dawn. Being a piece of shit in that one. But he's a great great piece of shit in uh, Planet Terror, where his nutsack falls off and melts and shit. That's great. Man, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I like some of his movies, but others I don't. And he deserves accolades. He deserves his awards. But he doesn't deserve people to get on their knees and bow down and worship, in my opinion. Well, you know who I think uh, also is a god as a director? Who? Um, a little guy named uh, Wes Craven. And uh, he brought you the movie so that we're about to talk about. I was well, R.I.P. West. R.I.P. Yeah, R.I.P. West. Hometown he's boy. Had a lot of misses too. <laughs> oh, he's he's an Ohio boy, huh? He, he's actually Cleveland. Nice. I wouldn't say a lot of misses. I would say a couple, but I, I would I would say I would a say lot a couple them. more towards the end of his career. Yes. So what was that one uh, werewolf movie they did with Christina Ricci? Curse. Curse. Like, yeah, that was awful. That was kind of like that, and um, my soul to take. Yeah, that was fucking confusing as fuck. But he gave me my favorite fucking horror franchise of all time, so I love the dude. And I'd roll out the golden carpet for him all day every day if he was still alive. But. Farmer, would you like to do the introductions for these? I would not. I, uh, you would I, not. I think you're the one to, to roll us in for this. But it's your pick, Farmer. That's all right. You know, sometimes it's better to let the next guy take it, you know? Oh, so now when it's your turn, it's like, oh, it's okay for the next guy to do it. You, you know what? Honestly, I think if they haven't seen these fucking movies by now, it's kind of on them. So do we even really need to like go over story-wise? Can we, we should just like talk shit. Yeah, yeah let's, just, let's start with number one and work our way down. Yes, just like they're fucking gross revenue for every movie on the way uh, down. Well, you know, on that note, uh, well, in 1996 in horror, the horror genre was kind of, you know, on its way out. It wasn't as good as it used to be. It was shit on the genre was fucking trash. And then Wes Craven came along with a little movie that changed the fucking game called Scream. Written by Kevin Williamson, man who also gave us such gems as Halloween H2O, I Know What You Did Last Summer, and of course, Dawson's Creek. And now a word from our sponsors here at Preparation H. Just the dead makes all the difference. Back to you, Brian. Do we really have Preparation H? <laughs> I feel like Faye can use some. But um, th- th- this was a movie that came out, um, had the balls to come out at Christmas time. And yeah, wh- while it didn't actually perform well opening weekend, it was one of those rare occurrences where word of mouth kept the movie going uphill for revenue, which was almost... Almost non-existent back then. Right. See, this is where Wes Craven, I, I worship him for, because uh, mid-90s, it seemed like horror was dying. And this movie right here completely resurrected and caught interest back into good. horror again. It was basically a dirty fucking word. <laughs> what? Speak louder when you talk to daddy. 
the fuck off. Oh, you're agreeing with me? Okay, I love you too. <laughs> the, um, but, no, but but also Craven Oz it was a big thank you to Kevin Williamson. Yeah. I like the one thing I will say about the series is that the ones that Kevin did actually work on, um, before they were taken away or um he was told he couldn't be involved for certain reasons, um were actually really good. So as it's funny that as the series goes on and Kevin is less involved, you could see it go downhill very quickly. So he wasn't involved with three at all. Um, no, because CW told him he had to do Dawson's Creek or they were going to sue him. And then, and then three was he, awful because there was no Kevin Williams. <laughs> but then wasn't he Lillard. Huh? Wasn't part three supposed to be for Matthew Lillard? Yeah, back. it was going to yeah. be uh, Matthew Lillard was, leading a group of like school, like school high school kids. school sh- kids, you know. But there, there, there was the big uh, high school shootings going on at the time, so I guess yeah, they, they came that. Yeah, because they didn't want to piss people off. Because I mean, it was a sensitive time for school shooting type things going on, so they completely scrapped that and did the whole fucking long lost cousin bullshit or whatever they fucking did. Well, no, that that was four. Three was the brother. Okay, the brother. But I I think four would have been the movie to where Stu should have came back. Did you know Matthew Lillard is in Scream Two? I did. He's uh, in background because he was. Dating, dating Nev Campbell yeah. at the time. Yeah. Which he auditioned for a Skeet Ulrich's uh, role in the first one, but they said that like, they, they were like you would never popular. get Nev Campbell. And then all of a sudden he ends up dating Nev Campbell for four years. Yep. Um, did you know that Drew was originally cast as Sydney, and it was her yes. that said, no, that I want to play Casey? Yes. Which, okay, yeah, let's talk about the first one. That's great fucking marketing, in my opinion, to where they, like, when they released the posters and stuff like that, they had Drew Barrymore at the very front. Yeah. Like, she and was then gonna she's going to be the star of it and stuff like that, and then she dies in the first 10 minutes. Yeah, fucking like, she awesome. was the only big name. And then she's just. How fucking genius is that, though? Like, so many fucking indie movies steal that formula. Mm-hmm. That was, that, I thought that was fucking brilliant. And it ends up being a Janet Lee situation from Psycho. Yeah, well, a little bit quicker than Jan Lee, but still right, the same. Quicker, but st- yeah, still yeah. the same. And then I, 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 I get props to Wes that he actually had um, Roger Jackson on the set when they were talk when they would be talking to him on the phone. He would actually be there talking to them live on the mm-hmm. phone. Right, because he wanted to react to his voice and give the reaction that they would give to somebody talking like that through the phone. Yeah, so Wes Craven doing the megaphone, going, "Okay, now this is what this." Yeah, so the the fact that they had no idea who he was or where he was at, and then, you know, just except for well, I think the only one he actually talked to was Drew. To get her to cry, he he would say stuff that he was like killing dogs or something like that. Just to get her to cry. Faye does that every weekend. Uh, Talk about dead dogs to get people to cry? Yeah. (laughs) That's my pickup line, apparently. That's why I've been late in 2019. (laughs) Um, You know, it's probably a good thing that they didn't go with the uh, white costume as originally planned. 
Yeah, because that was straight up KKK shit right there. Yeah, well, that and then, um, like, I got, they tested it first, and the blood just, like, completely destroyed the costume. Uh, uh, yeah, and I'm glad they changed the title from Scary Movie to Scream. I think that worked out great. Because then we but got the awesome parodies of Scary spoof. Movie. I was like, yeah, we, got we, got the, got... we got the two spoofs from it. I mean, the one was on USA, but still funny as shit. I love the first two scary movie movies. <laughs> I, I, liked, I liked scary movies up until I think it was three. That um, right. Charlie Sheen was the one that I actually turned off. I was like, this is fucking stupid, and I turned it off. Once they went PG thirteen route in part three and was well, going way over the top, stupid slapstick shit, and it was awful. Because they were trying to get more money. Right. And it made Which a they lot did. Money, so props to them, yeah. Props to um, them, but goddamn it, give us a better fucking movie. It was like, you had Scream slapped with the NC-17 rating six times before Harvey got involved. And well, because of the fucking gore. Yeah, which is it, like, like, you still have all the gore there, but then you have Harvey Weinstein, douchebag of the century, go to them and tell them, no, don't look at this film as a horror movie, look at it as a comedy and right that alone gives you an R rating. How the fuck does that work? So let's 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 talk about Scream One. Like, uh, did you guys see the killers? Like, did you guys predict it the first time you watched it on who the killer was going to be slash killers? Um, I predicted Billy. I did not predict Stu. Yeah, yeah, <clears throat> I'm with that. I, I don't think I was like a. I was naive. I couldn't. I couldn't tell back then. Right. Why? Well, no. Yeah, I did not think it was two people, but I was guessing the fucking sheriff because, in the in the bathroom stall in the bathroom you have the boot come down, and then you see the the sheriff uh, putting out a cigarette and it's a very oh uh, with boot. the boot yeah yeah I'm like that's the killer but that's, yeah because what well, at, at one point they were trying to like hint it towards uh, Sydney's dad was the one behind it. Yeah, I never thought for a second that it was Sydney's dad, though. Yeah, it, I thought that was uh, look over here while we do this over here type. Of thing. Yeah, like it's most of the times it's not going to be the father. Um, yeah, it's not going to be the completely obvious. Yeah. Usually, some movies though, they're like, yeah, yeah. we're going to stick with the complete obvious. <laughs> I, know, I I remember seeing this in theaters because um, well, I would have been. 11 at the time yeah. when it came out um and at that very beginning sequence the chair just comes crashing right through that fucking window like i never jumped so high on my seat before like ever <laughs> see i didn't get to, i didn't watch this in theater the first time i watched it we rented it from a local small rental store and i watched it with my dad and my stepmom and my stepsister and yeah, I jumped through the roof on that one, and and then like being being the little shit I was, I kept talking, and I just kept getting told to shut up because they were trying to watch the movie. Yeah, I'm like, I'm sorry, but I'm telling you, this is the killer right here, and I was wrong every That's time. the Rolling Rock. <laughs> yeah, because I, I was cranking those Rolling Rocks at 11 years old. Let me tell you. I believe it. That was basically your fucking breast milk as a kid. <laughs> No, my mom was a Bud Light drinker, so that was my breast milk. Mm. <laughs> and that's why I don't drink Bud Light now, because it takes me to a, <laughs> a weird time in my life. Anyways, back to Scream 1. 
that um how about how about the ad living in this movie like matthew lillard was hilarious with and just randomly saying shit yeah, the you hit me with a phone, Dick. That was yeah, him. <laughs> that the Houston, we have a problem. Yeah, that was, um, that was all him. Actually, I think the entire end sequence, they they just said just go with it. At that point, listen, Faye, you are no Sharon Stone. <laughs> See, Matthew Lillard. Matthew, Lillard, there's a lot of thank you to Matthew Lillard for the first one, at least with like the memorable lines and stuff like that. Okay, he, he Matthew. It. Matthew Lillard is a good actor, and I don't think he gets the recognition for his work. I mean, other than Wing Commander, that was complete shit. But, right. I mean, um, all the other stuff that he does, really fucking good. Gotta start in Ghoulies 3, <laughs> Serial Mom. Who is uh, your favorite character in the first Favorite character? I'd say the most um, relatable character for me would be Randy. Yeah, I would say Randy was always like I always felt more like Randy than any of the other ones. Even though you got me pictured as Dewey on this <laughs> artwork. Hey, hey fuck, you, that's you, why. you take that as a fucking honor, <laughs> damn it. This is David Arquette. No, you know why? Because after yeah, watching all these we'll, movies, we'll I, I realized Dewey is a fucking idiot. <laughs> but he yeah, never he knows lives, who the hell so the killer stupid, is. How stupid is he, though, really? Because he lives in all four fucking movies. Yeah, so how, many really times can be, how many times can he be stabbed in the back before you realize, oh, you know, I should probably, you know, keep my back against the wall or some shit. Hey, he never died. <laughs> and he was a hero in every single one of them. Yeah. What, somebody. He, he was stabbed in the back, what, three times? Yeah. And lived on to tell he, about it. Was, was he stabbed awesome in the back in three? I, I don't remember. I don't remember. I fucking hate three. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Um, when we get to three, I hate it. <laughs> but continue. But um, uh, I thought I thought Skeet Ulrich was, was uh, see like I I didn't think it was him just because I thought he did a, such a good performance to where he walked that tightrope to where he was creepy but yet innocent. So I never really predicted like he was going to be the fucking killer at eleven years old. So I went that smart. Then. But. <laughs> I mean, it would have been cool if Randy was the killer. <laughs> I don't think they should have killed Randy in the second one. I thought that was a big old misstep there. Randy, no, we got like to see him in the third one. That's like the best scene in part three. That is the best scene in part three. Watching the video of Randy. Definitely no scene with uh, Courtney Cox and those hideous bangs that she's rocking in part three. <laughs> <laughs> Awful. That was that was the scariest thing in that whole movie. <laughs> was Courtney Cox's bangs? I uh, I I love the first one though. I think the first one was fucking. I I it's high up there for sure. Yeah. Yeah, it's. I I, I don't think we'll ever get a movie to reinvigorate the horror franchise or horror like genre itself, like Scream did with the nineties. Yeah. Well, because like it was literally on Lifeline. Or it was, and then this relaunched it, and then we had all the ones after that with like Urban Legend and I Know What You Did This Summer and all that shit. But, and we still got slashers going strong today. Yeah, that that blend the lines of reality, like like the first one did. What uh, 
What do you guys rate part one? I'm gonna go a good old nine. Solid nine for me. It's one of those it's one of those rare films that I can watch over and over and over and never, never get bored with. If it's on, I'll watch it. I'll know I'm not gonna be like, Oh, I've already seen this movie a million times. No, I'm like, Oh, it's Scream. Oh, this is a good part right here. Yeah, I I love the first one. Brian. Um since since the start of when we did this podcast, I always said that if there was never any boobs, it would be an automatic half point deduction. I think this is that rare occurrence to where I overlooked that rule. Rightfully because so. for me, this is a perfect time. Nice. I accept that answer. Nice. But you, Farmer? I think it's the perfect movie. So I give it 10 Hello Sydney's out of 10. This is your third 10. Mm. And you're the negative Nancy of the group. This is fucking mind fucking me. You've given three 10s, but yeah, you're the negative Nancy of the fucking group. It's true. And this is so true. But yeah, no, I, I think this movie was perfect. It hit every fucking emotion like you were supposed to feel in the movie. The pacing was great. The story was fucking awesome. It, it, it helped save Never the job. Never get... Yeah, you never get bored with it whatsoever. There's not a scene where you're like, okay, this is a boring scene. And it's it gave us our love for Nev Campbell. This movie. Nev Campbell, party. It gave us our love for Nev Campbell and Rose McGowan's hard nipples. <laughs> right. I mean, sometimes you have to settle for a PG-13 relationship, and uh, I'd do that for this movie. Being 11 years old and seeing Rose McGowan's hard nipples, I was like, oh, yeah. And then her trying to go out the doggy door. Come on now. Those tits will not let you go through that doggy door. That was actually her idea. (laughs) It wasn't even in the script. It was her idea. Dumb idea. Just keep fighting. You were doing great throwing fucking bottles and shit at the killer. Don't fucking dive down and try to crawl out the damn doggy door. (laughs) You you probably would have survived if you wouldn't have done that. Rose McGowan. And your hard nipples. There's nothing wrong with that. We appreciate those. Especially when they come in twos. Now that they immediately did a sequel the very next year, did you think it was going to be a disappointment? Or Um, were you excited for it? I think I was more excited than anything. Yeah, I I was excited. Um, This was actually one of the series that I didn't get to see in theaters. Um, Just because, at least where I was at, it didn't really... It didn't play well until it hit video, um, which is sad because it was actually the day before my birthday, and I couldn't go see it. <laughs> That's crazy. Like, they immediately did a sequel the next year, even though it was a slow, grossing film. It was an immediate success, but they were no, like, it, green, it, they greenlit that sequel right the fuck away. For some reason. Well, because it makes I guess. Funny. Kevin had a treatment for Scream 2 attached to the script for the original to where the Weinstein said, just go off and do it. Um, What I do like, um, because this was at the age of um, the internet becoming bigger, Um, shit was being leaked left and right. Um, No one knew who the killer was until that very last day of photography. I think so, every uh, horror movie should, if they're doing like mystery killers, that's the way they need to do it. Because yeah, all that shit is getting leaked. 
Yeah. Yeah, especially now with technology and shit like that these days, social media and stuff like that. If yeah, you want because, it to remain a mystery, don't say a goddamn thing until the last day of shooting. Yeah, because the, the issue that this one had was that the actual script did get leaked by someone in production to where then it came out that Derek and Haley were the characters or the killers. The killers, yeah. And Kevin and Wes were like, well, fuck, we have to rewrite this entire fucking thing now. And I think it actually worked out for the best. Because if out. they did Derek again, it would kind of be like, oh, you know, it's the boyfriend again. Oh, no. And then right. for it to be her roommate, which no one really gave a shit about to begin with. I'm not doing that because she's black. Re- I love that they rewrote it like that, though, to where they made you think it was the boyfriend again. To where, even to the very end, uh, until he got shot, yeah. he didn't know if he was the fucking killer or not. And you're there with Sydney, like, okay, is he a part of this? Is he not? And... He got shot right in front of her, and turns yeah. out he wasn't the fucking. I was. I love the opening sequence though. The the like whole movie within a movie where they're showing yeah. stab. Um, mm-hmm. which later, um, part four, um, it's revealed that Robert Rodriguez was the one directing all the episodes for it. Um, which was she- true. He actually did film all the stab sequences for whatever was shown. Um, right. Oh, it's like Heather Graham and all that shit? Yeah. Well, that and then um, all, all the, like, fake <laughs> openings for uh, the fourth one. Oh, and like the that, one, like, Stab 5, 6, 7. Yeah, that, that was all Robert. Um, I, 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 I liked too. that. It, it just, like, it took you in. Like, here was another one. You know, you had Jada Pekin Smith, you know, um... Yeah, another fantastic opening to his... uh, Scream 2 had a fucking badass opening. Who was, again, on the poster. um, Yeah, Jada Pink is right there on the poster. And and then here here she is again, like, killed right in the fucking opening. Um, Though her her death on the stage, though, was a little too dramatic. Yeah. Uh, I've been to that theater. That's the the Rialto Theater in Pasadena. I remember when they were a gun the place out and they were trying to sell all the fucking seats from the inside of the theater. <laughs> oh yeah, because that's where yeah, they yeah, I used to live like, too. A, like a few blocks from there. Yeah. But yeah, that, and that then, was what, a very dramatic death from Jada. <laughs> you had Omar Epps who got the knife in the ear. Mm-hmm. Which was it? I mean, you knew it was coming because what kind of idiot would lean next to the stall just to listen to someone? But goddamn, that takes some strength to. Puncture that fucking wall like that. So obviously it wasn't Aunt Jackie that was the killer at that moment. <laughs> it was the film geek. Come on. The Quentin Tarantino freak student. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, if we're doing this correctly. The freaky Quentin Tarantino film student. Which Timothy Oliphant is a fucking tremendous actor. It was good to see him get a starring role. Yes, I, I, again, I did not predict the ending of, of Scream 2. Yeah, I would say you... I did. I wouldn't predict Mickey. I sure as fuck wouldn't have predicted Billy's mom, which at that point, watching it now, I'm like, how bad of a reporter is Gail Weathers to not know who Billy Lewis's mom looks like? That's a good point. That's, that's a good point. Or, or even Dewey. sucks at fucking journalism. <laughs> Yeah, like Dewey and Get belong together. <laughs> they suck at their jobs. They're too busy banging each other. Which congrats on David Arquette for finding love on the set of of Scream. 
But, uh, what, what didn't you guys like about part two? Um, I didn't like I, the I didn't... scene of uh, the boyfriend singing in the lunchroom. I fucking hate that scene. Oh, come on. It was a tribute to Top Gun. Yeah, I know. And, and I only needed to be in Top Gun. I don't, <laughs> I don't need a fucking... Because he was really hey, lost that love and feeling. How <laughs> I think about myself. The second he, you know, I hate that scene. I fast forward every time. Scream two is not one to where I can be like every scene is great, like Scream one is. Scream two, I'm like every scene is great, except for fucking Jerry O'Connell singing in the lunchroom. Um, I don't give a shit about it. I think I love you. Yeah, I I guess I would have to agree with that because it was really off key. Um, (laughs) Isn't it unfortunate when you have to agree? uh, Like, (laughs) I I wish they would have kept Randy alive, but to progress the story, I got to understand why they killed him. Um, I felt that they kind of wasted uh, Sarah Michelle Gellar's character. Like, she was hot coming off of uh, Buffy. Why not utilize her more? Um, yeah, I mean, why not? <laughs> but guess what? They didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess so. Oh, no, I actually, like, watching it over and over, like, the more I watch it, the more I like Scream 2. Um, is it, like, perfection to the original? No, but it's close enough. What do you rate it? Um, I, I give it a 9. Like, you give watch it a 9. Yeah, like, watching it again, like, I really enjoyed it. Like, Kevin did a really good job for this fucking sequel that where he was rushed to do it. Um, I, di- I will say that the original ending he had, I wish they would have kept. Um, which I think it would... I don't know if they ever filmed it, but the script... The completed script, I think, is online to read. To where, um, like, it ends the way that it does but the camera keeps pulling back on the courtyard and it shows someone else dressed up as Ghostface watching from the bell tower of the college, which would have led into Scream 3. Oh, is that is that why they had that another uh, fucking pull-out crane shot like they did? Yeah. To lead on for the third one. Which it sounds like Kevin Williamson's plan for the third one would have been awesome, but I understand the sensitivity to it. Yeah, but again, they could have done it for, well, I mean, you could have done it for Scream 4, because at that point, I mean, school shootings were going to happen no matter what. Yeah, but at Um, that point, Matthew Luter is 40 years old, so he's not going to lead a fucking... Yeah, but I mean, that's what I think, though, would have made it perfect. Like, Scream 4 was supposed to be, like, the reboot for the franchise. Right. So why not have him being the ones, you know, showing the, the fucking... Uh, Jill and um, whoever the fucking kid's name was. I don't even remember. Colgan's brother's character. Rory. Rory. Whatever his character's name was. Um, but, uh, back on the Scream 2, though, wasn't that like wasn't that one of the most saddest moments that you've ever watched in a horror movie, though, is when Randy died? I know. I, you know I didn't think they were he... ever going to kill him. I would say, yeah, like it, it, it was funny though. Like when they're Fuck explaining, you. yeah, like showgirls, absolutely frightening. But then like, <laughs> uh, Billy's mom's like, you know, he got very lippy and Mr. Knife got a little too happy. 
<laughs> I love that Aunt Jackie was the killer from Roseanne. Shout yeah. out to my Roseanne followers. <laughs> yeah, baby. Billy's mom. Yeah, look, yeah. I, I, I was not <clears throat> expecting her to be the killer. What do you, what do you think yeah, of Scream yeah. 2, Farmer? Yeah, no, I, you, you know, I liked it. Obviously, it was not as good as the first one to me. Yeah, I think it was a solid sequel. I usually fucking hate every sequel ever created, but I think this one was okay. I think it was all right. Just okay. Well, let's rate, let's rate Scream 2. I'm, I'm going to go... Uh, I, I still loved them. I'm going to go 8 with Scream 2. I thought it was a it was a great sequel for what you know they had to do, and just a year later. So I, I was very impressed, and I love that they added the boyfriend to it to to keep you thinking about him while they were building other shit outside of it. So I, I thought it I thought it was very well made, especially within a year of being made. I thought it was fantastic. Oh uh, so, yeah, yeah I'm giving it a especially at the ending when Mickey's like. You know, thanks for running out on me, partner. I had, <laughs> yeah. had to do this shit all by myself all night. <laughs> yeah, see, it, it, yeah, I and mean, watching that, if it's your first time watching, you're going to be like, well, is he really the killer or not? And then you get shot, and then you find out he's not. And then, yeah, I don't blame Sydney for not taking him down off that that, that post, that crucifixion. I, I don't blame her at all for doing that. I think she, I think she made the right decision by not taking him down. Because you don't know. And after you experienced Billy and Stu, would you take him down? No, I wouldn't. I, I, I would say you, you might be the killer. He's shot in the chest. Would you trust him? Okay, String. You're dating Jerry O'Connell, and he's hanging up in the crucifixion. And he's like, I'm not the killer. And he's like freaking out. You know, I promise. I love you. Da, 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 da. But yet you have his uh, partner. And like, Thanks, partner. Where were you during this time? So like that. Would you would you believe Jerry O'Connell or would you believe Tim Timothy Oliphant? Um. Well, that's a, that's a very valid question. Um, I guess I, I would just let him hang there. I mean. Yeah. See, because I, I hear a lot of people going, "How dare Sydney not take him down off that?" I'm like, "Well, just think about it." There's. <laughs> She was right not to pull him down, and then obviously it was the wrong choice not to pull him down, but I think most generally people would not fucking take him off that crucifixion I would or say, trust him. But did you notice, though, in um, – well, you know, I'm sorry. Farmer never gave his rating, so we kind of just cut him off. Seven. Seven. Okay. So I'm the only one that went high on this one, really. I went eight. What did you, what'd you go, String? I, I went nine. Oh, you went nine on – yeah. Um, but if you notice um, Scream 3 when she's coming into the police station she's wearing hmm. his letters the oh, necklace okay. that he gave her she's wearing it in the police station oh that's nice I didn't notice that, that that's cool I like that because like, she knows she fucked up so she's going to wear his necklace <laughs> and yeah. listen to that song on repeat over and over I think I love you so you know, I, 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 I dug the uh, the cover on the soundtrack done by uh, Less Than Jake. Oh, really? I haven't, I haven't heard that. No, Less Than Jake. Yeah. But, all right, so let's move on now to where it starts to 
decline. Scream 3. Scream 3. The one that got so fucked up to where they had three different scripts, and that's kind of like the running joke in the movie of the production, is that they kept changing scripts on them. Well, yeah, that's, that's funny, but it shouldn't be in the movie. Well, no, it, it was funny because the three different scripts were made because they wanted three different endings. That way no one knew what ending Wes was going to do. Because, unfortunately, this was another one to where the shit got leaked online. Right. But you can also tell that it wasn't written as well because it was a different writer. Yeah, it definitely missed Kevin on this one. Big time. CW, I say go fuck yourself, and I hope Dawson Creek sends. Oh, wait, it already did. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But, I mean, this was also the one where it had the highest budget. And it's kind of like weird. I know, that's another sad thing about it. You had the issue where Patrick Dempsey wasn't casted until the very last moment, literally the day before they started shooting, he was casted. Like, that shouldn't be happening. See, with Scream 3, there was a lot of comedy in it, and you can tell it was the written comedy. It was a forced comedy, and it wasn't funny. No, like, it it started out actually very serious. Um, You have Cotton now being the opening kill, after being, like, the, you know... Yeah, another fuck yeah, and up The there, one I trying think. to prove his innocence, and then he finally is proven innocent. And, and then him and his wife or girlfriend, whoever, uh, Kelly, uh, uh, what's her name? Rutherford? Something, something like that. Um, she, both of them end up getting killed. Um, which, I mean, his kill was great, man. The knife to the head, that, that was solid. Yeah. But then again, though, uh, it was it, compared to the first two opening sequences, though, that was still weak. And I don't think Cotton should have died. I think they could have used him. Nah, I think his character kind of uh, weary. His query? character kind of ran its trail. <laughs> yes, yes, it did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I do. I uh, one thing I do like about part three is the the voice changer. Oh yeah. So so you don't know who's you have no idea if it's really the person on the phone or if it's. Or if it's the killer. I do like that aspect of it. Which, um, they actually came out with that, too. I think that was, like, one of the big marketing things, is that you could buy that in stores. Yeah, an upgraded Talkboy. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, you had Nev, who was only available to film for 20 days because of her other filming commitments. I think that kind of hurt the film. To where you had to rely more on the supporting characters of the film. Yeah, there was not much Nev in this one at all. I mean, Parker Posey was probably the best of them. Just because of her over-the-top dramatics. Um, but see, yeah, and I love Parker Posey, but I think that fucking that that's part of why I don't like this movie. Because the over-the-top comedic dramatics and stuff like that you got patrick warburton in there oh yeah where he just keeps getting stabbed and then they have to use the frying pan to finally take it down (laughs) yeah frying pan (laughs) after all that yeah 
Um, Carrie Fisher's cameo was great, though. Oh, yeah. Um, it's funny, though. They offered it to Jamie Lee Curtis, and she turned it down. Fuck Jamie Lee Curtis. <laughs> but see, another issue with part three, though, is like they gave you zero clues about a brother. No. Uh, like, they kind of just, like, ended there. Like, you know, Roman, 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 you know, uh, this ruined my movie, ruined my movie, ruined my movie, to finally get the end, like, oh, I'm your brother. Like, like I think uh, the killer should have been related to one and two, not just all of a sudden randomly, oh, she's got a brother that she had no idea about because her mom was a whore. Well, I mean, that's why they kind of, like, backtracked it to be like, you know, I'm the one that showed Billy the footage of your mom screwing his dad. You know, I'm the one that gave them notes and everything, taught them how to kill your mom and whatnot. You know. What 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 did you like about Scream Three? Is there a, a certain scene or anything that you liked? Um, other other than the um, Randy's video. Yeah, besides Randy's video, because I mean, I think we all agree that that was the top billing in this movie was Randy's video. Am I am I wrong? All three of us agree on that, right? Right? Yeah, that was the best scene. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, is is there a scene that that was actually good? <laughs> um. Or a moment, or anything like that. I mean, I'm a fucking David Arquette nutlicker, and I'm just like, uh, I can't find anything that I like about it. You know, honestly, just from the way it was shot, I would say the ending of the movie. Um, that would have been a cool ending if it would have been connected. To to where, well, it was supposed to be the, like the end of it. Yeah, obviously, that didn't happen. Um, <laughs> but to where she opens up her gate, you know, she finally has her life back, and then. They go to watch a movie, and she closes the door, and then the breeze pops the door back open, and then she just kind of smiles and walks away. That was a good scene. Yeah. Like, the, the way um, whoever the cinematographer was for there, the DP, like, did a tremendous job. Okay. Uh, one thing that really pisses me off about 3, though, is Nev seeing her dead mother. Like, there's a whole, like, supernatural ghost aspect to this. That should never been in the movie whatsoever with this with this franchise. There, there should never be a supernatural type of thing in this franchise. It should be straight up serial killer related, maybe you know family or friends or whatever. But it, I don't think supernatural should ever be involved in her seeing her mom randomly throughout the movie. That no, yeah, bullshit. Um. <clears throat> I do like how they brought back, you know, what's your favorite scary movie? And Patrick Dempsey just kind of leans over and says, my life. Yeah, that's like, good I, I like how they kept pointing it like, oh, it's him. It's him. It's him. I never once thought it was him, though. Well, I, I, I mean, I didn't think it was going to be him either. But the way that they kept pointing it at him, how he kept disappearing and everything. Um, it wasn't until, like, the um, the producer's house, which was actually also used as the school in Halloween H2O. Um, when uh, Roman is in the basement and he opens up the coffin lid and then kind of looks back, that's the moment where they fucked up and, like, he's the fucking killer. 
see with like who who done it movies like this. I want at least minor clues to at least where you can maybe figure out who the killer is. This gave you no clues whatsoever on who the fucking final killer was going to be. No, you, at that no, at that scene when he looks back and then all of a sudden he's dead. No, you fucking knew he was the killer. You knew he was the killer. The fact that he was Sydney's brother was fucking stupid, but you knew yeah. that he was the killer. That was really fucking stupid. <laughs> I, touching back on something you were you were asking about the uh, cinematographer slash DP, the guy's name was uh, Peter Deming, and he did he actually did some work on the original Scream, but he was the DP cinematographer for Scream two, three, and four. What what else did he do? I feel like that Evil Dead Two, Scarecrows. Yeah. That's where I know it. He Evil did. Dead 2. <laughs> he did Drop Dead Fred, House Party, My Cousin Vinny, uh, Lethal Weapon. <laughs> He's got some gems under his belt. Good for him. Mulholland Drive. He's had a really good career. Yeah. So, the man knows his shit. Well, Farmer, I want to hear your positives and negatives on Scream 3. <sighs> Scream 3, I think uh, I think more negatives. Like, the, the, true, like the only true positive... Positives is probably you know that that scene we were just discussing, and then the Randy scene with the tape. Like to me, those were two bitchin' fucking scenes. I um, I don't know. This one seemed a little a little too comedic for me. I, I think uh, I think we kind of see like the uh, the seriousness from one just kind of like drastically fucking change as we kind of like drift off into two and then into three. I just feel like it it, it became more of like a like a horror comedy. And yeah, I, they forced I, the comedy really bad in this movie. Yeah. <clears throat> it wasn't a... I mean, I appreciate that it was fucking Wes that he directed it, so, I mean, at least at least his name was still Kudos fucking attached. Kudos to Wes, because, like, he, he... Yeah. I'm glad he, he directed it. But. You know what? I, I got... As much as I hate Dewey, like, he he was probably the spotlight for Screen 3. Why do you hate so, Dewey? Because I, I just feel like he sucks at his job, okay? But, like, the fact, um, the whole, uh, police station scene he has with, what, Patrick Dempsey's character, Kincaid or some shit like that, um, right. to where he was like, is that threat? And he leans over and is like, no, you, you'll know when it's a threat. And then he's like, was that a threat? <laughs> <laughs> was that a threat? And then, um, what? When he gets the knife thrown at him and the butt of the knife hits him in the head instead of the blade. Well, that reminds me of the great scene in Scream 2 when uh, Randy and uh, Dewey are at the coffee shop or whatever. And they're discussing. Uh, they're talking about the rules. Killers. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that was a great scene, too. But yeah, three, I just. Uh, I mean, I, I will say I like three more than I did four. Um, See, and I, and I disagree. Three, three. The biggest issue I had is that Kevin wasn't involved. I think had Kevin been involved, it would have been elevated higher than what it was. Well, uh, let's let's, like, let's rank three so we can talk about four because I th- I feel like I'm the only one that actually liked four. Let's <laughs> uh. Let's, let's rank three. I, I, I there there was there was too much negative for me. I mean, there's there's a few positive scenes. Randy's 
videotape and all that stuff. But I'm I'm gonna give Scream Three a, a four. I, that's the that's the best I can give it is a four. Okay, well I I gave it a six. Like, what was it tremendous? No. Was it piss poor? No. Like it, it was in the middle. Um. But I mean, for me for me it was a six. Farmer. It's getting a solid four for me. Oh, you're with me on that one, four, huh? Yeah. Yeah, uh, there was a lot more negatives than there were positives for this one, unfortunately. And this one, uh, the negatives one, way outweighed the positives in this one, I think. Yeah, yeah, it, it just it, it wasn't great. It just uh, it, it just kind of it declines from here on out, <laughs> in every in every format, TV and movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I actually like the first season. Well, we're not there yet, so you have to wait. <laughs> Scream four. Scream four. What would what was supposed to be the reboot to start a whole new trilogy? You know, I love the new set of rules in this. It was ten years too late. No, I I thought it it was great because they waited long enough to where we have a brand new set of rules with horror movies. It's not the same rules that we had in '96. It's a whole new set of rules that were fucking Culkin and his yeah, partner. But unfortunately, at, at that point, everyone had forgotten about the Scream franchise. Like, I mean, other than us, who grew up with them. But you had this new... You have this sequel come out for like these newer kids, and they don't know what the fuck it is. They're just like, oh, look, it's the chick from Heroes... Well, that's what they did in 96. They pulled on those TV shows. And they're like, hey, these people are in there like... Yeah, but it was... That was like an original film. Like, it got built up word of mouth. This one, fucking 10 years too late, and it was put out a poor date. Poor date, I'll give it to you. I mean, you have it coming out around Easter, so you're dealing with fucking Hop. The following week that... (laughs) The following week after it was released was fucking Fast Five. So from there, you're just going to fucking plummet. Yeah, bad timing on the release, but I think it, it, it waited the right amount of time, though. Um, I, I will give props to Wes, who came back, and it, it was his last film, sadly, before he passed away. It was sad. Um, I, I think that it's not his worst film. It's not his worst film. Um, but it's also to the fact this film, you can tell where Kevin's film was. And then when uh, Aaron Kruger came in and fucking took over, like it is day and night. Like the, like the first half of the film, it's crisp, clear, fucking like the original then you get to the second half of the film, and it looks like it was made by a fucking high school kid. But it is the only film franchise that have all the main characters come back and the director. So, I guess that's a positive out of it. Don't right. snooze. I have to piss in my piss jug. Hold on. <laughs> oh my god. Um, I was like, what was it? Stab. So they do all the stab series. 
Yeah, isn't Anna Paquin in one of those? Yeah, you had Anna Paquin. You had um, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell. You had um, who was it? Lucy Hale. Um, yeah, with the. Brent, I loved the opening sequence to four. I thought that was great. I don't, I liked how there was like a little joke in it. So like, stab five was um supposed to be like a time travel type deal and it was a jab at west because when west had just done dream warriors he was actually going to do nightmare four where he wanted the dreams to be time traveling to where freddie would kill you during different time periods and the studio flat out told him no but i i thought scream four had a great opening the whole uh it, it had a great movie movie onto a movie onto a movie like I, I i liked it all the way up until it got to Kirby's house. And then it was just fucking downhill. See, I, I loved all the twists and turns at the end. I thought that was, that was no, great. I was, the moment it got to Kirby's house, you knew exactly who the fuck the killers were. And that was kind of the issue. Kirby. I said Kirby. Oh, my God. Hayden Pantier looks so good in that movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Yep. Yeah, buddy. Ooh, that gives that gives it five points right there. <laughs> um, but yeah, unfortunately, timing of the release did help it. Um, I think it had it been released in that October of 2010, like it was supposed to be, would have helped it a lot more. I mean, what what I like about it, though, like you said, it, it's, it's it's the same director and the cast, and they're tying in with the originals, like a. Robert's daughter, what the fuck's her name? Emma. Emma, yeah. <laughs> How she's related to Sydney, and she's jealous of Sydney's fame, even though Sydney's fame is for the wrong fucking reasons. Well, yeah, like the the, the kids are, um, they're all supposed to be like the archetypes of the original cast. <laughs> And so, I'm glad that they played in with the modern technology. That's why I'm happy that they waited, because now. So many years later, we have this new technology to where you can have a voice app, and you can do the voice of Roger Jackson and shit like that. Yeah, I don't think you needed to be filming your kilts, though. Oh, I, said, I thought that was great. Them setting up the cameras all over the place and filming everything that's happening. Even though that would give away that Emma Roberts is actually the killer, and that she's trying to be the innocent Famous yeah, one. Reminds me of uh, Halloween Resurrection. <laughs> <laughs> right. I thought the ending dragged on too long. Like when you when you think it's over, it just keeps going and going and going. Oh yeah, to where it goes into the hospital. And... Yeah, and it's still fucking going and still fucking. Going. But I, I don't know. I, I liked I liked the twist. I I like the movie. I like the new set of rules. To play for, you know, I think we have a whole new set of rules now since Screen 4. I was like, do you think it was Jill or um, Charlie that ended up killing Robbie? Who, who was the character with the headset that was always recording? Probably Robbie. I would say. Charlie? Yeah, Charlie. I mean, yeah, Charlie killed Robbie. To, to where they stab him and then he falls and he's like... Wait, you can't kill me? It's part of the rules. I, I, I'm gay. And then the killer just looks at him, and he's like, if it helps, 
and the killer just shakes his head. Yeah, that had that had to be true. A jealousy thing, partner thing, and him thinking that he's gonna uh, live a, a nice romantic relationship with Emma Roberts. <laughs> yeah, which I I feel like her um, Kirby. I feel like she lived when I saw it in theaters. Like I thought they like she was still alive when the police and ambulances got there. Oh, but then watching she, it again, she she's lived. dead. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She never for, lived. for some reason, I thought she lived. Mm. No, there's always the same cut there, buddy. <laughs> she, she, she died. Are you sure you didn't go take a piss during that scene? Did to go take a piss? No. It's just, Were you I saying thought... that you thought Kirby lived, but she didn't? Yeah, because I, I mean, yeah, you have to realize this 2011. When it came out in theaters. All right. Hell, I was drunk and I knew that she fucking died. You're always drunk, Faye. I'm pretty sure yeah, you, I, you don't even have blood. You yeah. are drunk. <laughs> you you <laughs> have what? fucking rolling rock as your blood. No. What are we? What are we rate for? What are we rate for? What are we rate it? Oh, uh, do I have to start? Yeah. Why not? Uh, give it a 7.5. Holy shit. Wow. wow. He really is okay. drunk. No, wow. I love the number four. I love part four. I love the whole franchise besides three. Okay. Where do you stand? Uh, I give it a five. Like a very, very low five. Very, very low five. You know, we're, we're, we're all, we're all sort of, uh, in the realm there. And, um, yeah, yeah, we're 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 both in there because you're both my brothers. I'm gonna meet you guys in the middle, so don't you dare be sour. I'm gonna be around a uh, 5.5. Okay. It was not the worst. The worst has yet to come. Uh, no, the worst was part three. <laughs> no, 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 my no, man. It wasn't that. Um, no, it wasn't. Do, do you guys feel like it keeps getting brought up, and I keep saying no, they shouldn't fucking do it. But Scream Five should someone do it? Do no. you want to see them do it? And no. who would you want to direct it? Like, if you bring you Sydney Kevin... back and you, see, and you would, tie in I, all I, the movies. I, I want I'm Kevin to come back and write it, and I want Sydney to be that person that dies in the very beginning to kind of like open it up to mm. like be a whole new like world. But like, no, because this it, should be the last movie. So let's not kill Sydney. Let's kill her at the end, not at the beginning. Because then if you do that, then it's just going to feel like a straight-to-fucking-disc movie. <laughs> yeah, but, I mean, if it makes money, which probably wouldn't, um, they, they would just keep making them. <sighs> I, I'm, I'm down for Scream 5. If Kevin Williamson writes, and Nev Campbell's back, and my boy David Arquette's back, I'm down. And There's I'll a, see it multiple the... times opening weekend, just like I saw Scream 4. I saw Scream 4 three times opening weekend. <laughs> yeah. Farmer, spill it out. Come on. Give your opinion. If if Kevin wrote it. If Kevin wrote if, it. If Nev came back and they were going to tie in fucking Stu again, I would want Jonathan Craven to direct it. Ooh. Do you want uh, Stu to be alive? 
I want Sue to be alive. Yeah, I want to tie him back into the fold, and I want Wes Craven's son to direct it. Okay, I'm down with that. Let's bring in Matthew Lillard. That fucking TV smashed on his head didn't kill him. It just fucked him up. Let's bring him back. And he does something. He orchestrates something. I don't know. But I'm, I'm definitely down for that. Yeah, I, I could see uh, Jonathan pulling it off. I don't know if he's ever directed anything. Um, he directed a TV movie, but I mean, you know, he's he's written a lot. He's produced a lot. I mean, I'm I'm sure he I'm sure with the the right fucking team behind him, he can make it happen. But I, and I hey, think and, I, and if he got this franchise passed off to him, you know, he would sit there and take his time and make sure he does it right. And well, it's yeah, his dad's franchise, so I mean, his dad did every fucking movie. So I mean, right? Yeah, so he would make sure he wouldn't just like, well, here's a movie, produce it, fucking release it. No, he would make sure he did it right and would. Make it his baby. This is going to be his baby. Because you bookend from one into five, and then five is the finale. And then you bring back fucking, you you tie up the loose end. Right, yeah. I'm definitely down for a five, for sure. If you can get everybody back. I mean, just like what Billy said, you know, just like when you you think the killer's fucking dead, you know, then you you have to kill him twice, right? You only killed fucking Stu once. So, I mean, he he bounced. Yeah. Here comes 50-year-old Matthew Lillard leading the charge. <laughs> well, I would say, for me, if Jonathan wasn't to direct it, um, I, I like to see Patrick Lussier do it, just because he was always a collaborator with Wes, editing all the films that he did. I, I think it would be a good like tribute to Wes. I think I think it would be a fantastic film if they if they did it right, and and, and a great conclusion to this franchise. Because I, I think it's still open ended. I think that, I think we need an, an official conclusion to this franchise. I mean, so many people lived. You, I mean, Courtney Cox, David Arquette, Nev Campbell—they're all still alive. Yeah. Well, I was like, Courtney so. originally died in Scream Three before drafts got moved around. So I'm glad she didn't. I thought she was great in Part Four. And then four, the two of them were supposed to have a baby, which didn't happen. And it can happen because I know Courtney Cox and Edward Cutter are divorced, but they get along great. They're they're like best friends. And I would like I would like Heather Matarazzo, however the fuck you pronounce her. Our like. Randy sister. <laughs> yeah, dude, I would like her to come back and be like the fucking female Randy. That would be awesome. I am down for that because I, I love yeah. her. And then I think that'd be a cool, yeah. Okay. And then, then I, I remember Randy. her in Hostel Two. Yeah, that was fuck. Yeah. Where, <laughs> where it, there we go. Yeah, Boom. her her topless, but then Sally again, her throat, her throat slit. Right. Um, but I think she's, she's got hot. a nice rack. <laughs> I think she's hot. <laughs> I'm down with those those nerdy geeky chicks, you know. <laughs> um, I'm all about the the ant eater face. <laughs> Alright, so we're, we're beyond the movies. This is kind of now where it really turns into... Oh, we're going to talk about the TV shows? We're going to talk about the shows. We, we don't, we're not going to rate them because they're not worth rating. Um, even though I do like the first season of the show. First season thought, was cool. They were off to a good start, but it turned into second, a show. Yeah, second season kind of went borderline, and then they really went off the end when they did their Halloween movie, where it was rather than a scream movie, 
they turned it into uh, I Still Know You Did Last Summer movie. And then I never even watched the the last season, the season three. You mean the, this new one that just came out? The fucking yeah. the Urban Scream movie? The, the Urban, Sc- Urban Scream? <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, I never that, watched that, it. I'm, breaks I'm my heart that they brought back Ghostface for that. That, that was the Listen, wrong man. time to bring him back. Listen, Ghostface. I am all for fucking, you know, different different things, but you made this thing basically you made it scream in the hood. That's that's what you made it, and it's fucking awful. And I and you're I watched, on VH1 of all legit, legit. I watched like fucking five minutes of this thing, and I. All I can imagine is Wes Craven is rolling around in his fucking grave. Uh, I'm sure he's pissed. Of all the work he's done, I'm pretty sure that would make him fucking know. Oh, I'm about yeah. to haunt some bitches. Don't get so, me wrong. Sadly, yeah. there was no friends with weed, is what you're saying. <laughs> you're right. As Farmer always says. There, there were no friends with weed, so there were definitely there no, were friends, no indeed. friends indeed. Exactly. Yeah. Um, Weed is a friend indeed, but a friend with uh, this new screen reboot is no longer a friend because they're dead. Because I murdered them, stuffed their uh, body in a trash bag, lit it with gasoline, poured the face piss uh, piss jug on it, and then uh, took a shit on it, and then threw up on it, and then dug a hole, and then buried it in cement, and then pissed on that, and then went to sleep. Holy shit! Nice. Nice. Right, at, least well, you, at least you laid it out. <laughs> that, was, that was a good little rant. I just fucking riffed that. I feel proud of myself. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That was good. Applause to you, good sir. <laughs> um, but yeah, no. I, I like the first season. I don't get why people shit on it just because of the mask. Like, it, it's, it's a mask. Who cares? Like, the show was fucking great. Like, it had the gore. It had a great story. Um, right, but obviously they use the name though just to draw an audience in. Well, yeah, um, I, I like that. You know, that they, they had, you know, that first kill was like the big name for the series. Um, I like how right, they pointed yeah. it to where yeah, they, they stuck it, it was with the, the tradition of scream. Yeah, yeah, I like how they pointed it all towards the boyfriend, only for like second to last episode or something like that, the boyfriend to get killed. Um, I think the series would have been as successful if it would have been Ghostface the first season. Well, I think they didn't have the rights to the Ghostface thing. Right. I think that's and, then, where and now we finally was. got it. We have to fucking do this piece of shit, fucking VH1 original bullshit. With Roger Jackson, even. Fucking come back as the voice. Even he couldn't save it. I mean, I haven't watched the VH1 series, but I'm. I mean. Uh, Wild guess. You don't want to no, watch sure, the sorry. VH1 season. You do not want to, Faye. I promise you, you do not want to. Uh, that sucks. That's heartbreaking. <laughs> <laughs> to get so, Roger Jackson back and they fucking fuck it up. I was, what, what do you guys feel um, James Wan can learn from this? Because it came out that he's producing um, the I Know What You Did Last Summer TV series for Amazon. Give me. Um, what do you think he can learn from this whole fiasco? A better twist. Give me some great twists on every episode, not even just like the season finale. Give me some good twists every episode. Um, uh, I think it's going to be weird for one because he doesn't have the haunted house jump scares to like rely on. 
Yeah, get rid of the jump scare. I die. Well, like this is this is one to where he like really has to be creative with because it's already a, a well-known film. Yeah, and, and, and he's a very smart man. He can come up with some great shit. We we've seen his past productions. I mean, I I think that he can come up with something brilliant if he does it right and the marketing is right. It could be amazing, but it's probably not going to be. Yeah. Well, I, don't know. I guess we'll have to find out uh, next year. 2020. 2020. I think they actually set forth a July, too, um, for when it drops. I know I'm going to vote a Farmer 2020 for president. In the United States farmer. Mm-hmm. All right. Is there any horror franchises you would want to see turned into a show other than the ones that are already announced um <laughs> nightbreed so on and so on yes yes there is um it's called something original <laughs> okay smart ass <laughs> that's that's no, what that's i would not like the, that's not the answer to the question that does yeah that doesn't answer the question uh, the horror movies that we have what would you want to see turned into a show none what what could be a none. weekly episodic show? I want none because they don't get canceled. <laughs> okay, I mean, say I, you I'm were given for child's play. I think that limited, could be a great limited series. Show. How about that? Limited series. You got to start and you got to finish. That's it. What would you want to see done? Can I do all the casting? <laughs> oh, kill me, Smalls. <laughs> <laughs> it's more of what? <laughs> Oh man, that's man. that's that's a hell of a question. Out of, I mean, out, of like, out of out of any franchise to be to be made into a TV show, um, I think Child's Play is going to be amazing once they finally I, do that. I, I, I think Child's it'll be good be, too. It'll be okay because well, it's Mancini and fucking Dorf, right? So yeah, yeah, I'm 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 all for that because it's them. Other than that, though, other franchises, damn, that's a tough. Um, one. I was if it was limited. And put on an actual streaming service, where it be Amazon, um, Netflix, whatever. I think Hills of Eyes could be really good. Okay. Like a different family that shows up. Yeah, like, damn. yeah like a completely original story for it. Um, but... Oh, so it's like one family, and then each week it's like they're in another situation with the people from the Hills have Eyes. The, the, like, like, like something like take the movie but like sp- expand it like right, show how the family became how it was um, okay, get it doesn't have to be the, it, yeah it doesn't have to be oh you know family's car broke down or some shit it doesn't have to be anything like that um, it could be them camping or some shit I don't care um, but I think that could be a good one still question I mean like my answer would be Child's Play, which they're doing, so that I, that's kind of a cop-out, but... I picked one. I got one. Would you guys yeah. want to see a show for a sleepaway camp? No. No. That that that, that, that whole premise is strictly for an hour and a half fucking horror movie. The the only camp show I, I'd ever watch would be Salute Your Shorts. All right? so that's, that's <laughs> a great show. Great show. That's right, Spudnik. Um... I think about you. Makes I me would, want to fart. If, if I was to do a miniseries, like if it, the, I would say Sinister. 
Okay. Oh, there you go. Okay. I like that answer. Good night. Sinister would be good. I think the first Sinister is very uh, overlooked and underrated. I do. I agree. I I watched it because that I was bored and was free. Out. And then I was like, this thing is fucking dope. I thought yeah. it was a really good movie. I was surprised. Yeah. Ethan Cock did a good job, too. So. <laughs> Ethan Cock, yeah. <laughs> That's how you pronounce it. That's right. Okay. Yeah. That, H uh, is silent. I forgot. <laughs> I wouldn't mind a paranormal activity show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's called Ghost Hunters. Ah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> no, where you follow the family that's you can follow. Yeah. That or like a poltergeist. Yeah, along the same lines. Not so like you, that stupid you want, poltergeist you legacy that they Yeah, like a good paranormal show. Like not not the fucking ghost hunters, which is fucking rigged yeah, not, to shit. Not and reality back. quote reality shows yes. that they do or they do that shit. But a fictional show to where you're following a family that's being tormented. Right. Let's do something that we usually don't do. Let's do a sign-off to the end of the episode instead of just abruptly ending. We're going to do an actual sign-off? Like a, yeah. Like a, you know, so people know that it's over besides them all of a sudden getting I'm an outsider blasted in their ears. We can be like, this is us signing off. Well, I've been fine. angry fail day. <laughs> Loving the Scream franchise, besides three. String loves the Scream franchise, except for four. Farmer doesn't love anything but himself. That's not true. And this has been episode 19. Episode <laughs> 19. Outsiders yeah. War. Like an with the phone, Dick! Well, I'm an outsider, outside of everything.